today I'm just gonna kind of freestyle one. I don't really have any set of notes or anything like that, but I'm gonna talk about what it's like to be a modern day chiropractor. Every single semester, I get about 15 phone calls from the kinesiology department and they are going through their time in the classroom where they have to look at potential jobs and then call people from those jobs and do interviews. It's something I do every single year, but I'm starting to dread because the stuff that they ask me doesn't help them make a decision in their future life. What these kids wanna ask is how much money do you make? Is it a good job? Do you like your life? But that's not what they ask. They ask me things like, where did you go to school? What do the initials DC mean at the end of your name? That kind of stuff. So let's just get that out of there. We'll talk about some interesting things and I'll talk about how the profession has changed because I had a really interesting conversation yesterday with one of the medical doctors that comes and sees me. He was an 87 year old guy that has been doing medicine for man, over 50 years. It was just really incredible. He was completely wrong about what I did for a job. And I would assume I'm also very wrong about what he does for a job. So it was kind of a cool conversation and it sparked me wanting to go over this. This isn't a podcast episode that everybody is gonna like. I think it's one that is built for a specific set of populations, someone kind of wondering, what is it that I do all day? And I think this will be a good one to set that record straight. So join me and we'll go through it over a few minutes. Welcome to a conversation that I have about 100 times a year. Definitely something I talk over with my clients. The first thing I would have anyone that's interested in what is chiropractic realize is that chiropractic is going through an evolution similar to what medicine went through 100 years ago. You know, about 100 years ago, there was one doctor. The same doctor that would deliver your baby was also the doctor that came to your house if you had a broken arm and they needed to set it. It's also the guy that gave you medicine. And that has 100% completely changed. Even though there's still family practice, medicine itself has set itself up on a bunch of specialties and subsets. And the guy that you go to get your x-ray with is a radiologist now. The person that you go to deliver the baby is your OBGYN. Like everyone kind of gets this. No one goes to their OB and says, hey doc, can you check out my shoulder? Despite the fact they all went to medical school and despite the fact that they all went to the same medical school, their specialties are different. Well, chiropractic's going through that. I don't think we have maybe a hundred subsets, but I would definitely say we have a strong dozen to maybe 15 different subsets. There's all sorts of different things that chiropractors do. So if you watch your standard TikTok video that shows someone laying down and getting their neck cracked, just don't assume that's what's gonna happen in my office. Now, for the most part, most of us in the chiropractic world still will do some sort of adjustment like that, where you are going to have the joints move but take my subset for instance. I'm in sports medicine and I, I would tell you my day-to-day -day patient, my day-to-day -day activity is much more, I don't know, I guess you would say traditionally medical-based. When you come in, I never ever have you stand there and look at your spine and say, hey, your alignment's off. I think that's you know 40 or 50 years ago that was kind of our basis with chiropractors. I don't, I don't care so much about alignment, I care about how things move. I've got an entire website and of course this podcast series going over the things that I specialize in. I'm really concerned about how the body functions as a whole. So 
where maybe a standard chiropractor from the old days would talk about the joints and kind of like this guy I was telling you about in my intro that came in he's like are you going to look at my alignment of my spine that's what his concern was and that's what he wanted me to do and I said not not really the alignment of your spine has to come from something else I'm not a bone guy I'm the way the bones the muscles the joints the functionality, I guess, you know, mobility of how hips are working. You know, I very rarely use the term flexibility. That stuff means much more to me. But before we even got into that, I took him through a full ortho exam looking to see if he had a disc strain. So things like, does it hurt to change positions? Anyway, get the idea. You have to have an exam first. Otherwise, you're just laying people down and popping them. Now, as we talk about different styles of chiropractic, get this, there are still those guys out there. And I think TikTok has made the chiropractic world explode. It's made it very popular. I don't think it's a negative to have it. It just hasn't worked so well with my business because the people that like those videos, that's what they're searching for. They just want that pop, right? Lay down, let me pop you. I have a good friend of mine, and I'll tell you, he's got an office where he sees in excess of 85 people a day and that's all he does. It doesn't matter if you come in for an ankle sprain, if you come in there because you've got irritation in your lower back, it doesn't matter if you're stressed out because you have finals. You get the same neck adjustment and he does it to every single client. What's strange about that, I mean, I, the guy makes way more money than me, but I don't even feel like we're in the same profession. It's an entirely different experience depending on who you go to. So that would be the first and foremost thing that anyone looking at the profession that I would have them look at. I'm much more concerned myself having a personal trainer background in performance. The same things that make an NBA player jump higher or make an NFL guy in the combine run faster are the things that are most likely going to take you out of pain. So as much as my wife and I, when we first started our office two decades ago, envisioned our office being all sports performance, that's not the reality of what it's been. We're also very good at people getting, getting people out of pain, so we tend to see a lot of that. As far as the initials after the name, when I do career day with little kids, we talk about this a lot. There are a ton of different kinds of doctors. It's something that I always just kind of assumed people understood, but I also came from a family of teachers, so I think maybe it had just been explained different. There's all kinds of doctors. An MD means medical doctor, and a DO means osteopath, doctor of osteopath. Those are your two kind of medical doctors that will often set up a family practice or go on to work in a hospital setting. They may become surgeons, they may become specialists at pulmonary, they may become cardiac. Those two go more into traditional medicine. There's chiropractors, which are DC, that stands for doctor of chiropractic. We still get our same undergrad, we still take our same pre-med or kinesiology or biology and chemistry strong points, but our school's completely different. There's not, uh, the University of Texas doesn't have a chiropractic school. There's about 20 of them spread throughout like the US and a couple other countries, and it's more specialization towards our stuff. now they still have a ton of medicine. The first two semesters, the first two years really, we don't even really get into the chiropractic stuff. It's tons of anatomy, tons of uh, kinesiology and just kind of physiology on how the body works because that's what our boards are on. So at the end of, the, at the end of our career, we have to test out to say, okay, you're legal to get into this. There's doctors of physical therapy. So if you're going to go the physical therapy route, it used to be a master's degree, you know, 10 years ago, and now you get your doctor. So it's a, it's a DPT, a doctor of 
of physical therapy. There's, there's athletic trainers, which is a master's degree now, but you can also get a doctorate in that. There are PhDs. So it's funny when I teach seminars, or especially like as I started kind of doing the, the lecture circuit and getting on the TV shows, people would ask me, hey, do you have your PhD? Well, no, a PhD is a teaching doctorate, right? You get your undergrad in a specialization, say literature, and then you go and get your master's degree or go on and get a doctorate, which means you're probably gonna use your PhD in a, as, as either as research or into like the professor type job at a, at a university. So that's a PhD. Just get this, you guys. It's just not your grandfather's world anymore. Splitting us all up and saying, well, that guy's PT, that guy's athletic trainer, that guy's an MD, that guy's a, you know, we all have so many overlapping gray areas that as soon as somebody says, oh, you know, my doctor doesn't believe in chiropractic, it just dates you. It just automatically makes you old. There was a time two generations ago where there was kind of a battle going on with chiropractic, medical, and PT, but nobody really does this anymore. I mean, you've got to really, really be behind the times. That being said, when someone comes in here is like, oh, I don't like the PT, my first thought is you might have had a PT that didn't work with you, but that doesn't mean PT as a whole is bad. When they say, I don't believe in chiropractic, I tend to just push them out the door. I'm not interested in trying to change their mind. That's not a belief system, that's something I work with. There's nothing more structural. There's nothing more anatomical than just chiropractic, right? We don't have any medicine. There's nothing to believe in. It's not a religion. And I don't care if you believe in it. I just, I'm not interested in that. If you hate the experience and it terrifies you to have someone put their hands on you, think of like a massage, or if you, have, if you have a hard time doing any exercises or you, especially like the pop sound, some people are just crazy. They love the pop sound. Some people are just terrified of it. Well, it's not your thing. Like, don't worry about that. All right, so I wanna make sure that we're, we're on that thing first. So the title of my name is Dr. Chad Peters, because I have a doctorate at a DC, Doctor of Chiropractic. There are all kinds of questions that people have about school. So yeah, when I went to chiropractic school, I had my undergrad. Mine was in a physical education. It was a, an HPER at that time, it would now be con considered kinesiology or your um, what it would be considered now is more like pre-aligned health probably. And I had a strong focus because I wanted to do the personal training stuff. I've always been a performance guy, so that's me. My wife, who's also a chiropractor, took a little bit different route. She was very big in not knowing what direction she wanted to go. She didn't know if she was gonna go MD, didn't know if she was gonna go PT, DO, or chiropractic. She knew a lot more about it, and she decided to just get a bunch of chemistries and biologies and make sure she had her pre-med requirements covered for everything. When you decide that you are going to go further with your education, if it's into chiropractic school, PT school, vet school, dental school, you get done with your undergraduate, which is your four-year degree that you get at any of the colleges when you look at like, a, hey, I'm going to college after high school, and then you have graduate school that happens afterwards. So she was preparing herself to get into a lot of different graduate schools. I was not, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a college football player, and I guess if you really wanna look at it, I probably always had my hopes that I would get on in the NFL either as a player or as a strength coach or some way be involved with professional sports. 
And of course, I, I, I was a good college player, but I did not get drafted. I did not go to the NFL. I worked as a personal trainer for about a year and a half. I absolutely loved my job as a personal trainer, but it really bothered me when someone would come in and say, hey, Chad, what's going on with this clicking in my shoulder? I knew how to make the body stronger, but I wasn't sure how to assess the body the best way. And I guess that's what kind of led me that route. I called a couple of my friends who had worked on me through high school that were athletic trainers slash PTs. And they really pushed me towards chiropractic. They're like, this profession is changing a lot. You get to set up your own practice. And, and I thought it was awesome. If I'm gonna be real honest with you, I'm gonna tell you exactly like I tell the college classes when I go and teach a lecture every year. I probably chose chiropractic at the end of it because I had some fantastic, cool guys in my hometown that were chiropractors. They had great looking wives, they had a great house, and they had a cool car, and I thought, you know what, that must be a good job. I'm from a long line of coaches and teachers, and I love the teaching aspect, but when I went through it at my undergrad thinking I was gonna be a teacher, I just realized it was really, really hard work and I just didn't think my passion lied there like my dad did or like my brother did or like my mom did. I remember calling my mom and, think, and just saying to her, man, I'm sorry, I didn't get how much your life is about teaching. So the only fair question after that is, does your life revolve around chiropractic? And, and my life does not. I own an office. I think about it. It's the last thing I think about before I go to bed. It's the first thing I think about when I wake up. I worry about, are my employees getting paid enough? I also worry about, are they doing enough to get paid what they're getting paid? This is the business aspect of it that I don't think anyone's really prepared for unless they came from a business background. The price of electricity, how many lights that need to be on, should we have an air conditioner running when we're not there? That This kind of stuff, the computer system just went down. I mean, I just got back from a dentist this morning and it's it's amazing how when I walk in the office, I see a dental office different than I did 15 years ago where I'm just mentally adding up all the things going on in there and just thinking, oh my God, like how how do you even get started in these industries where the technology is probably upwards of half a million just to get started. It's, it's amazing to me. So kudos to those guys. As far as what do chiropractors get paid? I think that's a fair question that anybody in college should ask and needs to ask. And I think there is a gigantic gap. The common misconception is that chiropractors are just banking it, right? So you're gonna see a lot of really successful ones. You see guys that are on TikTok, they're doing pretty good. I talked to one guy, he was making 12,000 a month with his like TikTok, Instagram, social media stuff. But, but listen, man, that's one of the outliers. That's like taking LeBron and saying basketball players make a lot of money. He's an outlier. And he also taught me a really cool lesson. He's in the social media realm, not the chiropractic realm. Despite what he's doing, his paycheck's coming from the entertainment value. And that was a really cool aspect, but I think it's important. And that's why when I teach this stuff at a university level, I try to be very upfront and honest with them. The world has changed. I say it every day, this is not your grandfather's world. The fact that a chiropractor that does TikTok videos makes more than a chiropractor that works on sports side every day, that shouldn't be brushed over. 
that shouldn't be poo-pooed and kind of, well, that's just not how it is. That should be explained because there's a lot of talent out there with these young guys coming up and there's no reason that every job isn't going to be a hybrid. I mean, my favorite thing to watch online right now is the guy with the long hair that fixes the plants. Hey, is your plant sick? Let's do this. Do you want to grow a peach tree in your kitchen? Let's do this. I mean, fantastic, man. Fantastic. That guy's not making that job being a horticologist. He's not making that kind of money. Chiropractors make anywhere. I mean, I would say when you get started, it's going to be an hourly wage. But because you got your doctorate, you're probably looking at you know, 20 to $30 an hour if you're starting, but most of them are gonna have some sort of package on. If you see this many people, you get a bonus. If you don't see this many people, they take money away. That kind of stuff happens all the time. This idea, and I think talk to any young chiropractors just starting out, like I said, I've been doing it for two decades and I'm on a different side. I own the business. So I would say my income comes from being a business owner, but I would say your normal chiropractor has this assumption that they're gonna walk out of school and make 100,000 to start. And it's a poor assumption. I think most, uh, I mean, who, who can do that, right? I mean, unless you have one of those chiropractic clinics that's geared towards personal injury and what personal injury is, if you get in a car wreck, you call an attorney and then they send you to a chiropractor and a bunch of doctors and you get these x-rays and these MRIs and they build up a big case. Unless you have an office like that that can bill three to four times the standard fees and they have such a waiting list because there's no way you're gonna walk out and make that kind of money because it just isn't that. It's one of these strange professions that because we accept insurance, similar to medical doctors, similar to what dental's going through, I know athletic trainers are also looking at getting paid through insurance, we in essence get paid less every single year because they're gonna cut down the rates. They're gonna raise deductibles, they're gonna cut down the rates on what they that, what they pay you back, and that's just the reality of it. So if I'm going to make what I was making three years ago, I either have to see more patients or I have to charge more. That's the reality of how things work. You guys are all going through the same inflation that we're going through. You're all going through your taxes being raised for your house and your property that I'm going through. You're all going through a dozen eggs costing double what they cost a year ago. Well, that has to get passed on somewhere because just like teachers and garbage men and police officers, the chiropractors are filling that, that as well. Um, one of the other things that I get asked all the time, and I love it, the new generation really cares, I would say they care more about time and care more about happiness than they're focusing on money. I think the realization that you can make money a million different ways is is out there. I mean, I know I sure raise my kids that way. You're probably not gonna have one set job that you do all day, every day. And when they ask me like for examples, I always point out the highest outliers I can find. You wanna make billions like Elon Musk? What's his job? What's his job? I mean, he's got a million different jobs he's doing. He's got income revenues coming from everywhere. The most of the friends that I know that are very popular either on social media or professional sports world, think of like we talk about the Cavender twins a lot, a lot from the University of Miami and how their social media stuff parlayed into a basketball career. I think you're seeing a lot of modern professions going through the same trend. You're going to do more than one thing. It just, like I say, it's not your grandpa's era. You're not just gonna get a degree and do one thing for the rest of your life. 
I mean, we have a ton of firefighters that come into my clinic. Almost all the firefighters have a secondary business going on, be it screen printing shirts or lawn services or working extra hours as like security somewhere. And I just think that's the modern world. So learn that and be okay with it. There's there's a lot of different things going on. I would love it if my if my podcasts, if my blogs, if my um, books that I'm writing, I would love that if that was a secondary source of income for me. And it's definitely the direction I'm going. I mean, I've been doing it for 20 years and I, and I want changes. The next thing that I always get asked is, do you like your job? And, and I'll tell you, 15 years ago, that was not asked when I went to the university. They, they cared way more about how much does this job make versus how much do you enjoy your life and that's 100% flipped over on its head. 15 years ago, if I went to a pre-allied health class and I said, how many of you wanna be surgeons? I would say 95% of the freshman class, the 18 year olds raised their hand, they wanna be surgeons. Why? Because surgeons had the big money. They drove the cool cars, they had the big houses right on the ocean. Now, last year when I asked how many wanna be surgeons, there were zero hands that raised. And when we pushed the question, I said, why wouldn't you wanna be a surgeon? That's a great job. The reality was surgeons work 100 hours a week. They don't have a lot of time with their family. They're, they're married to their job first. And I think that's starting to become very obvious for a lot of people. These guys that are big, big influences in social media, also married to their job all the time. When I had uh, the patients, when I had a bigger patient basis that was uh, professional athletes, same thing, man. The entertainment industry, professional athletics, professional music, that kind of stuff, tons and tons of 80-hour weeks, man. It's tough. It's tough. A lot of other things I get asked is, who is your favorite client? Again, it, it varies depending on who they are. My, my realm is sports performance, so I love, I love the high school athletes. I love the college athletes. I take a lot of pride in one of my kids coming in and getting worked on, and they go four for four at the plate that week, right? It's just a, it's just a cool thing. I love working on a volleyball player, and now she goes you know, six for eight on her kill shots and has three aces. That stuff just, it's so exciting to be a part of sports performance stuff because that's my love. The thing that I think would probably spur this conversation the most was when I had that 87-year-old doctor in yesterday. He's like, dude, you've been doing this for two decades. It's unbelievable, your energy, your passion. You must love this. And I've thought about that a lot. I think that if I was a garbage man, if I was a teacher, if I was an accountant, it doesn't matter what my job is, that's me. I really like where I'm at in life. I really love where I am with my family and my kids, and I'm very happy with myself. And that's something that maybe wasn't always there to this point. So I would strongly push you if you're interested in the chiropractic field, you don't wanna look at someone like me or some like the chiropractors I had looking at when I was younger who just loved their life. Look at like who they are as a person because that's you, man. If you're miserable right now working at Starbucks, you might it might be the job, but it might just be you. Fix that part first because the last thing I'll leave you with before we close this up, and like I said, again, this isn't scripted. This is just trying to have a conversation with someone kind of interested in the field or, or get, wanting to get to know who I am a little bit. Your, your life has to be, you, you have to fix number one first, 
right? And that's, that's the whole idea of a couple of different websites I run is like, what can you do to make your life better? Fix that first before you would chase that with a job. Yes, I love my job. It, it hasn't ever got really boring to me. I've never dreaded going to work, but I definitely am looking for a little bit more creativity and excitement now. And my real passion right now is in the education realm. I, I love getting out there and teaching these lectures and doing these seminars. And I'm, I'm really pushing the next five years of my career, getting more into the uh, teaching in services for high school coaches. And kind of here's, here's the modern way of looking at performance for an athlete. That's the stuff I'm looking forward to. So I would push any of you guys looking at the field. I don't mind the field, but you're looking at a, at a career choice that is a quarter million dollars for college it's really, really hard to come out of that pit. I married a chiropractor. So we start our lives almost a half a million dollars in debt. We don't even pay off our school loans till we're in our 50s. That's a hard, hard group to jump out of, right? I mean, that's, that's a, it's a hard way to start. It doesn't mean don't do the career, but don't rush into it with your eyes closed thinking, oh my God, chiropractors make a million dollars, that must be a great job. Because the job, even if you find one that makes a million dollars, often isn't what you're looking for. I hope that helps. That's a good one I'm going to give to, uh, I'll just kind of push this for guys that like podcasts for any of my guys that are interested. Obviously, if you've hung with me 20 minutes plus, it is something you're interested. Always ask questions. The things that you guys put at the bottom of this podcast and just say, hey, I've got a question about this or write it on my blog stuff. That gets to me almost instantly when you send it. I'll be happy to return the message and it'll probably spur a further episode down the line. Hope you guys like it. I hope you learned something from it and I hope it helps you with your choices. It's a cool, new, modern world that's coming up, you guys, and you are really well adept at handling these things. The information that you can take in at this generation is a hundred times more than what I could take in. It's really cool the way you learn and how you can apply it. So keep pushing the boundaries of all these professions. I think the world is at a great, great change. And like I wrote one of my buddies on social media yesterday, I think common sense is really coming back. It seems like we have gone through a pattern of just silliness and following groups and getting pulled into this, like what team do you play for, rather than just making decisions as individuals. And I think that's really coming back in a strong way. You guys are poised to take the world and run with it. Well, that's it guys. Just a little wrap up on my day-to-day, kind of what got me involved with chiropractic and what it is. Like I said at the end, if you guys have any questions, please write on the question stuff. You can reach me at the blog, sportsdocdc. Don't hesitate to write something or questions that you have.